right, welcome back to episode seven of the One of None podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. Jonah Casella. And I am your other host, Dr. Andrew Ganong. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the, the prior episodes, especially that last one was a great one. Today, we're going to get into talking about growth and the importance of being uncomfortable and enduring a little bit of pain for you to grow in, in any capacity of, of your life in any situation. Yep. So um, I was thinking to myself before um, we started thinking about this topic and or before we, we you know, had the pod today and I, I thought to myself, how many people on our podcast are listening to this because they want to grow? Probably a large majority of our listeners want to grow in some sense, physical, mental or um, mindset wise or lifestyle. So I think that can be a scary thought sometimes to people and people are, are worried about what's, what's required for the growth. And maybe that first thing that comes to mind is, is there going to be some type of pain involved? Is there some, going to be some type of emotional response that's going to come out of me? And I think people get frightened by that and that can, they want, they want the success, they want the growth, but they don't want to go through the pain and through the discomfort to get to that other side. And that's what every single successful person has had to do in order to get the success that they want. So we're going to dive a little bit into that today and how we can kind of use some of those things. Um, so yeah. John, and, and we aren't necessarily when we talk about pain, I don't want you to think that we're talking about like you're being tortured and, and that sort of pain. We're going to be talking more about just being uncomfortable and getting out of your comfort zone. Now, I mean, physical pain can be part of that. If that's what you're doing, if you're doing some kind of physical endeavor, like lifting or running or whatever, but we are also talking about emotional pain and mental pain. So keep that in mind as we talk about this so that you can relate to it. It's not like we're talking about some agonizing pain. Like do you have to suffer through to, to be successful and have some growth? Yeah. And last pod, we talked about failure the fear of failure or embracing the failure and using it to catapult you to greater levels of success. And so just alongside failure is pain. And that is a necessary part of growth. And it's going to be uncomfortable. We all know that we've all experienced it to some degree. The, the fear of your job interview, your first ever job interview after school, we all probably had that similar fear going into something like that. And that's just the, the more basic side of it. If you're trying to go further into your career, you're going to experience a lot of probably frustration and mental and emotional pain that's going to be involved with taking on a new role, a new promotion, a new title at work. And you're going to have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's a very common saying, but I think a, at least in my own life, and Joni, you might be able to speak to this, but sometimes growth feels wrong because it's so uncomfortable. You say, I don't know. I don't know if I should be doing this because I, I just, I just feel like I'm not ready for this. I don't, I feel like I don't have the qualities that I need in order to take me to the next level. Or I'm, I'm worried about what, if I'm going to do something wrong or if I'm going to do something in a bad way, or, or people are going to judge me if I mess up or something like that. And that constant 
that constant pain that you're going through. Maybe it's a lot of anxiety for a lot of folks out there. I know I've experienced that, but that is necessary in order for you to grow. And I've experienced, I experience it on a daily basis. There's not one day of work where I'm like, kind of just very fearful or having some type of pain in my head by doing certain tasks because that's just necessary and that's that's okay embracing that pain is what's important as opposed to running from it because then you'll just dig yourself a hole and we were talking about this and andrew brought this up and made a good point something that is really important in terms of in your work life or just in general is taking on more than you're initially comfortable with so the example that we were discussing was you, you're trying to get a promotion into you know a higher management position or, or something like that. Well, just doing the bare minimum and staying in your comfort zone isn't going to get you there. It's not going to turn anybody's head and you're not going to impress anybody and you're not, definitely not going to grow from that. You have to take on more and more responsibility. You have to get out of your comfort zone and embrace being uncomfortable in order for you to grow into you know, get people to turn their head and look at you and see and see what you're doing. Because once you get into, and if you're trying to get into a bigger leadership role in your company and whatever your career is, you're going to, it's going to be required of you to take on more and to be uncomfortable. But the, the thing about that you have to understand is just like the fear of taking the first step is eventually that threshold of, this, of being uncomfortable will, will be your norm and you'll be comfortable there. And the next thing is pushing that a little bit further again, taking on a little bit more and, and progressing further by, by pushing those limits. And eventually by doing that over and over again, by being uncomfortable long enough, you're going to, you're going to get that growth. You're going to get that progression, that promotion that you want. Yeah. And maybe for some of you, it's not the promotion, but you just want to get better at what you're doing. You want to be a master at what you're doing and what used to be like Jonah and I's top level, like our, we were functioning at like the 90th percentile. We were talking before this. Now our old 90th percentile is like way below. It's like our bottom line now. Like we're functioning at, at our very minimum, we're functioning at our old peak performance, which is part of growth. And maybe that, like I said, maybe it's not a promotion for you. Maybe it is. You just want to get really good at what you're doing and you want to be the, one of the best of the best at what you're, you know, you're, you're, job is or an athlete or you know whatever you have to be able to to be pushing yourself and progressively overloading yourself with within your work capacity to be able to you know function at that high performance you know at that top 10 percent of of your job or your whatever your career and so i think that's a, a huge part of it and i like how joan and i were talking again before this that even in physical, like in a physical sense, he said when he starts to hit that wall in a run and it was hot for both of us, it's very humid here in Jacksonville. And even it was hot in Pennsylvania yesterday in 90 degree weather, you know, the beginning of the run is okay. That's not the hardest part. The hardest part is like when you're three miles deep or you're 10 miles deep or whatever, and you start to really struggle, that's when you're starting to really push your physical capabilities and your mental too, because that's where you pull, you pull a lot of those teachings from like, from those hard times, you know, and that's how you remember that stuff and you take from it, you know, that's what, 
those workouts teach you is that when the, the going gets hard, that's what you can start to pull from, you know? Yeah. You learn a lot about yourself in those moments. So it's important to, when you get in those situations, like we're using this physical example of um, on my run yesterday in like 90 degree heat, I'm doing like a 45 minute run. Well, you know, halfway through that, my body and my brain are telling me it's, this is enough. You're, it's really hot. This sucks. We should stop. But those are the moments where I've learned to em embrace that feeling as much as I can and be really open-minded in that time because you learn a lot about about yourself in that time and about your, your limits. So getting into that, that position of being uncomfortable and kind of flipping the switch in your mind and learning to like it and, and crave that, that pain to, to a certain extent because you know what follows next is a lot of growth not just physical, but also like mental growth. Confidence is another big one that comes with that. When you're, when you're pushing through and accepting being uncomfortable, you get a lot of confidence afterwards and, and you just feel so much better and you grow so much from those experiences. Yeah. If you're anything like me, anyone listen to this, Jonah, you probably are. I think we've talked about this before, but imposter syndrome is a very real thing. And you tend to get in your head and you feel like you are not the best. You feel like you're the the lowest part of the totem pole, totem pole when you're whether you're in a class of students or at colleagues at work. And it can it can be you know, when you take on a new position too. You feel like you I get it even on race days. Jonah, you probably did when you were at the marathon. You were like, I don't know, maybe you're in a different mindset, but I get it too. Going to the gym, I, you know, you feel like you're the smallest dude there. You go into a race, you're like, oh, these guys look like they're about to smoke me. And we get it in all scenarios and environments. And that can be a limiting factor as well. You know, that's the pain of, of having to overcome that and use that as fuel for growth, utilizing your pain for growth instead of just like, you know, taking a lesson from the pain, use it to fuel it too. You know, when you get imposter syndrome, don't let yourself just be the lowest at the totem pole. If you are, use that as fuel to to fuel the fire and get after it and learn more. And, you know, I think coming into a field, Jonah, in both of our fields, when we first enter the field, you feel like, you know, you have no years of experience. Who's going to take me seriously when I just entered the field? You know, I'm not going to do well. I'm not going to make the right decisions. We all have those thoughts going through our head, but you gain some traction after some time. You know, you start to figure out your ways around how to perform and, and you get some comfort and you develop confidence from it. And early on, it's going to be tough, but then you start to gain traction, like I said, and you can build from that. And, you know, that type of pain is a real thing too. And we're trying to explain that this pain is not all just physical. It's not all just mental. It can be emotional too. Getting over these thoughts in your head and these imposter syndrome thoughts and these conversations that you have in your head, you know? So, yeah. And like I said, be open-minded to it. Learn to, you know, we, we've said it before, you know, in another way, learn to embrace the suck, right? Learn to embrace being uncomfortable because nothing was going to be gained from you staying in your comfort zone. Nothing's going to be gained from you staying inside, sitting on the couch all day. Nothing's going to be gained from you just doing the bare minimum that your job requires of you to get your base salary, right? And doing as little as you can. 
and you know, being uncomfortable is, is just the key to blowing the top off of any limitation you thought you had as well. Because if you look at the high performing athletes out there that are training on the highest of levels, you know, they started just as anybody else would, right? As any average Joe, and they just kept pushing it and in, and being uncomfortable situations and just popping the top off over and over again, like we said, until they got to where they're at now. I was just going to say, Jonah, um, mm. like exposing, you can quickly pass by your competitors if you expose yourself to just consistently being uncomfortable because no one likes to do that. So yeah. the people not, you know, I don't want to start throwing out percentages, but a majority of the population will just shy away from putting themselves in those positions. And you can easily pass by people just by being consistently uncomfortable. Yeah. And if, you know, the, the saying is cliche, being comfortable with being uncomfortable, but it's true. Get comfortable doing that. And a lot of times you'll thank yourself because that pain that you're going through is likely necessary for you to to move into the upward trajectory and progress your life and your lifestyle and your career. You know, like, I don't think anybody out there likes getting up at five in the morning. Like, really? Tell me someone out there that really like loves when the alarm goes off after they've gotten six hours of sleep. Majority of people would rather stay in bed. But if you're anything like me, I sit there and I have the same talks with myself every single morning, but I do it still because it's just discipline. It's not like I'm motivated all the time, you know? Yeah. And I think you're probably the same, Jonah. I mean, that's being uncomfortable and being in pain is so necessary. And if you can expose yourselves to those environments purposefully too, not just by happenstance, like purposely putting yourself in those environments, you're definitely going to thrive. Yeah. And I love exactly what you said. When it's the person that can endure being uncomfortable the longest, you know, if you're the if you're the last man standing every time, you know, that you're just going to continue to progress. <laughs> you're going to be unstoppable. You're going to you're going to be limitless. Being uncomfortable in pain, it's the gatekeeper of success and you got to pay the toll to keep on going and keep progressing. <laughs> you know? I like that. I like that a lot. That's yeah. awesome. You and I definitely I definitely agree. And I think that's where we, there's a a lot of people fall off. They fall off because they just don't like it. And that's what we see a lot in our generation. I know, you know, it's, it's easy yeah. to fall. It's easy to follow like the bandwagon. Not a lot of people are doing it. So they just want to, they think, ah, oh, no, well, nobody else is doing it. So I'm not going to do it. Why would yeah, I do that? Exactly. And it's like, as soon as they start feeling any level of pain or any, anything out of the, their comfort zone, they're like, nope, that's not, that's not right. I shouldn't <laughs> yeah. feel that way. Yeah. Like this should be easier, you know, yeah. too, too often nowadays, people try to take the easiest route and you're just not. You're going to, if you do grow and you do progress, it's going to be on a much slower trajectory than the person that decided to take, take the hard route. You know what I mean? Yeah. Decided to be, to accept being uncomfortable, doing it purposefully over and over again. They're going to, they're going to reach their goals and, and be much more successful before anybody who takes the easy route. My suggestion to anyone listening is when you're listening to this, whatever time it is or whatever day it is over the next week. Think to yourself, how can I make this route harder instead of shorter? Think to yourself, like, you know, how can I make this more difficult for myself? Whether it's working out, whether it's running, you know, lifting, getting up early, going to bed early. Those are all the easiest things. We can sit up, 
until wee hours of the morning and sitting on our phones and watching TV, or we can hit the snooze alarm, you know, snooze button and wake up at eight o'clock and roll out of bed when you could have used that time to get up and go to the gym. Think about it. And that, that forced me this weekend to go on multiple runs. I was like, okay, well, the easiest route would be, I just do, you know, I roll out of bed after getting eight hours of sleep and I wake up and I kind of roll over and casually get up. And, you know, I, this is the weekend. I want to enjoy my weekend. So I'm going to, I'm going to casually go about my day. And if it falls into my day, I'll do it. Think to yourself, no, how is this going to be difficult for me? I should get up and run before it gets hot out. Because then if it gets hot out, I know I'm not going to run. You know, it's like, there's a whole entire, like there's a whole entire thought process to it. So be intentional about it this week. Think about it. Like, and not, not do the longest route, do the harder route. You know, I'm not telling you to take three hours to do a workout, but you know, think about the hardest way to do it. Like, okay. Is it, what, what's going to make me uncomfortable with this? Yeah. It all comes back to the phrase that any people have probably heard this before, but I really love this phrase and I stole it from somebody who wrote a book that I've been reading. Callousing your mind. I love that. I Gardens. love that phrase. Yeah. I love that phrase so much because it's so, this is a, pretty much exactly what we're saying. You start to callous your mind by putting yourself in these uncomfortable situations to where, like Andrew was saying, you get to a point where those situations are not, are no longer uncomfortable. And it's just like your norm and you start to actually enjoy doing those, those things. And then you push to the next thing that's a little bit more uncomfortable and you just keep doing that and you keep callousing your mind. And there's really no real limit that you'll ever find doing that because you're just embracing being uncomfortable because you know that it's just going to make you mentally and physically stronger. It's so important to callous your mind. Too many people are, are, are just soft nowadays. <laughs> like we're yeah. being honest. And yeah. if you're one of those, if you're one of those people that is thinking like, and you're listening to this, trying to gain some inspiration in some way to, you know, get healthier or eat better, or, you know, do, do more at work, get a promotion, whatever you have to, start to callous your mind a little bit. You got to get out of that comfort zone and, and em embrace it. Yeah. And embrace it. You got to harden up a little bit and that's perfectly fine. If you, if you're at that point, that's great because like you're in the most um, moldable part of your life right now. Look yourself in the mirror, call it, say it is what it is and then start making changes to yeah. to improve and, and and start to harden up a little bit yeah if that makes you uncomfortable by jonah saying that you probably need to listen to this for sure and take something from it we're not we're not trying to you know put you in the spotlight if that is you or you know and maybe if you feel like you're in the spotlight like i said this is for you then you know you maybe you need to hear this stuff because at one point we were the same way like i had to have a conversation with myself and be real with myself that if you want to get better at anything you're going to have to continually do it over and over again until you get good at it. And a lot of times it's not going to be the easiest route, you know? So if that, if that offends you or, you know, you feel a little bit uncomfortable hearing that, that, you know, you need to harden up, then use this double down on this. And this is a time for you to like have that conversation with yourself, like Jonah said, and, and say to yourself, like, I am this way and I want to be X, Y, or Z. I need to start holding myself accountable and, and giving myself painful situations to be in. 
And don't mistake that for putting yourself in idiotic situations <laughs> where you just provide yourself with unrealistic pain. Like you going to bed at 12 in the morning and then you wake up at five the next day and your whole entire day is miserable and you're like, oh, am I doing this right? No, you're not doing it right. <laughs> like figure your stuff out, do it strategically, you know? And, yeah. and I want to ask Jonah something that I did not preface at all before the pod when we started talking. Um, what do you do on those runs when you start to be, when you start to get a lot of pain and you start to hit that wall where you're like, I just, I want to stop moving the legs. I want to just end it here. Like I already did enough. Do I need to really keep going? Why do I need to do this? I feel like, I feel like I, I got in what I needed out of the workout today. What do you do in those situations? It's a great question. It's a really good question. Um, because like for my run yesterday, what I was thinking in that moment was when I wanted to quit was what does that, what does that say about me and my character? Especially now that we're doing this podcast, what does it say if I just give up and I'm just like, okay, that was enough. Uh, you know, nobody's going to know, like I could, I could just quit right now and be comfortable. But then I, when I think about that, I feel like that's, that's just going to hurt my character. And that's also going to soften me for the next time. It's going to make it okay to give up in the future and not just when you're running, but in, in other parts of your life too, because it all bleeds together. Something I realized is that it all comes together. And so in those moments, I was just like, if I give up now, I'm just going to set the bar so that later in another aspect of my life or another run, and I'm starting to feel kind of bad that I'm just, it's going to be okay just to give up. And, and you're not going to, you're not going to gain anything from that. It's just going to make you weaker. So you just have to, again, non-negotiable. You had a goal, you're going out there, you're knowing that it's not going to be comfortable, but by completing the goal and being uncomfortable, you're going to grow so much from that. And so that's, that's kind of where my mind was even at the end of it. And this is like, I, I think it's important. So 45 minutes was going to be my runtime and it, that, that was it period. At the end, I had like two minutes left when I caught back up with Aubrey and I was like, okay, like I have, I'm 43 minutes in. I, pr I pretty much did it. Like I'm good. So I started, I stopped and it was just kind of walking with her for a few steps. And then I was just thinking about it. I'm like, I just ran 43 minutes and I'm not even going to finish the last two minutes. I'm like, again, what does that say about my character? If I just let myself come up short and give up. And so then I just hit, hit the watch again and, and ran the last two minutes and a little bit more just, just to do it. And uh, you feel so much better afterwards. Yeah, you're, it sucks because it was really hot and you're in pain and it's uncomfortable in that time. 10 minutes later when I cooled off and I was catching my breath uh, and thinking back on it, I'm like, I'm so, ha I'm so happy that I didn't quit and I didn't give up. And yeah. it, it just makes me feel so much more confident about my mental toughness and not just with running, but other aspects of my life too. Like when I don't yeah. want to do something anymore, I know that I can keep, I can keep pushing for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it's the callousing that you're talking about, you know, that, that Goggins talks about and that. And I think Frisella hits on that a lot too, is callousing your mind and putting yourself and exposing yourself to those uncomfortable positions. And I'll tell you what I do whenever I'm, I'm running, like just for some, some background, it, I was running very consistently when Jonah was running the Pittsburgh marathon. I was training around that time. I wasn't training to the capacity that he was, but I was 
running far more than I have probably in the past eight years. And I was doing mileage I've never done in my life before, which was awesome at a very, at a really good pace too, for me. And, um, I fell out of it for a little bit. So I'm, I've been ramping it back up lately, like the past couple of weeks. And so I did a run two days ago at like five o'clock. And in, if anywhere in Florida you're in, it's extremely hot and extremely humid. So five o'clock is a horrible time to run. Usually you have to get up before, uh, before the sun comes up to be able to run at a comfortable in a comfortable weather conditions. But, um, so I did that and I was like, during it, I was like, Oh my gosh, this was the most miserable run. I have a heart rate monitor. So I was looking at that and it was like pushing, like it was like pushing 190. And I was like, I am not doing half the pace that I was previously. That was an exaggeration, but I wasn't, I wasn't doing a great pace and I was still meeting that 190 or pushing that 190 heart rate which was crazy. And now like, this was the first time I really thought about it. It's just an afterthought to me now. Like that pain is so temporary. If you think about actually exposing yourself to a situation where you have to endure pain for a long period of time, that is such a small period of time, a run. And it became an afterthought about an hour after I finished it. So that pain that you're enduring during the workout seems so long but then if you think back on it after you're like oh that i don't even remember that run oh yeah i kind of remember it but i don't remember it being that bad like i could definitely do that again and you continually do that all the time how many times have we been in such painful states after a run you're like oh that sucked i'm not gonna do that again and then two days later you're like oh i'm ready for my next run like let's do it you know and then i yeah it's so good yeah. And so what I do in those moments, I think back to that. I think back to the how in an hour, it's going to be nothing. So just endure it, endure it, and you're going to forget about it. And it's going to, it's going to be a very small instance in time on your whole entire timeline. You know, how many hard workout leg workouts that we do in college that we can't even remember anymore. I even think back to that because I, that motivates me to get back to that level that we used to lift at with legs. But Another thing I do is I think about competitors. When I run first thing in the morning, like I ran this morning, I didn't wake up incredibly early, but I wanted to sleep in because it was Labor Day. And I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll do it a different day. I kind of want to use today to relax a little bit. And then I thought about like, uh, what is what is someone who is maybe on the same level as me? What are they doing? And I thought of Jonah. I thought about jo- what Jonah was going to be doing. And I knew he was getting it, you know, and I knew that he would get some type of, you know, movement in, or I knew that maybe I had to make up for it for him working out the other day when I did, I was being lazy, you know? And so I think about my competition, whether it's friendly or true competition, I think about those people who are laying in bed, enjoying their sleep. You know, I think that's fun. It's kind of thinking about that. Like they're not out here right now. I'm about to get this stuff. I'm about to get after it. And like, enjoy yeah. this, you know, enjoy the morning. No one's out. And even ro- you can run on the road. I can create any scenario in my head and be like, look at how empty this is right now. Nobody's up right now. Everyone's laying in bed, relaxing, and I'm out here, you know, bettering myself. So that's a cool, that's a cool thing to do. Yeah. It's, it's what I do too, all the time, all, all the time. I create, I create scenarios in my head like that, just to amp myself up during those runs. Like when I was running yesterday and it was blistering hot, I was running on like, it's basically like a walking trail 
it's usually like pretty packed, but there was nobody out there. There was very few people out there walking it. There was only like one or two other people that were even like jogging at all. And in my mind, I just kept telling myself, nobody's out here doing this. Everybody's enjoying their weekend. They're out picnicking. They're drinking right now. Like nobody's, nobody's out here getting this grind on and getting this suffer on like I am. And I told Aubrey afterwards, because Aubrey, Aubrey was pushing her limits yesterday during, during her run. And like, she was like even getting sick from it because she was like pushing so hard in the heat. Let's go on. And, and she was feeling kind of down because she was like, didn't like, she was pushing it where she was like feeling sick. Like she almost like was feeling like passing out because of the heat and stuff. So she had to actually stop and just walk because she was not feeling right. Um, which that's different than giving up. There's a difference between giving up and, and almost passing out because you're pushing so hard. And she kind of felt down about it because she had to walk. But I was like, I just had to remind her, like, nobody's out here doing this. Like, look around. Like, we're the like only people out here getting it today. So you should feel good about that. And I use that all the time. All the time. Nobody's nobody's pushing it like I am. Like, people can look look at me in the gym, look around here, you know. Maybe they're like, have their thoughts about me, but nobody knows. Yeah. It's very important. I love um, that. So that's, yeah, that's all awesome stuff. I love talking about this stuff. Yeah. But I think to kind of wrap it up and not to cut you off or anything, but cause you can obviously keep going just the main points that I wanted to just kind of come back to about, you know, is that, like I said, being uncomfortable in it and embracing that is, is the important is very important when it comes to reaching that threshold and pushing through it. You have to be, you have to learn to embrace some amount of pain and discomfort or else you just will not grow. And without pain, there is, there's just no growth. And I'm going to go back to what I said before, cause I just, I love it. I think pain is the gatekeeper of success and you got to pay the toll. So that that's kind of my two cents on, on it. Yeah. And I'll, I'll even add to it, Jonah. Um, if you're looking to take your stuff to the next level and maybe that's frightening to you, the idea of what's required to do that. I, like I said, I have that on a daily basis. I think about my future um, as a manager, as a leader, and, you know, one day hopefully running my own practice, the amount that is required for that scares me. It is a monstrous goal of mine and it is a very frightening goal because I know that there's going to be so much crap to go through in order to get to that point, but that's not going to stop me, you know, and I'm going to continue to build my work capacity to get to that point so that one day I will have that tolerance for my work is going to be at a very high threshold in order to catapult me. And that's what it is. It's building, it's building your work capacity and it's taking on more than what is required of you and more than what is in your job description, if you're able and accepting that work. And maybe it isn't for compensation. Maybe it's not, maybe you feel like you're doing more than, than what you're getting paid for, but do it, do the extra work because that builds skills and doing more than in what is required has never hurt anyone. Just because you're not getting paid for it doesn't mean that you're not going to, you shouldn't do it. I think, I think about before my promotion, I was doing the job before getting the, the, 
promotion. I was doing what is required of someone in a manager role prior to taking that on. Because that A demonstrates your capabilities. It demonstrates that you can take on more than what is required. And it shows how you handle that stress too. Is this person that I'm going to be promoting going to be able to take on and handle the new stress that comes with the new title? Right? So accept it. Don't run from it. Accept that because that is going to help you exponentially. And it, it used to frighten me and it used to stop me in my tracks. And you realize that you're going to be stagnant if you remain in that space and you don't take that next step, which is usually a very uncomfortable step. And that's, that's what's probably limiting a lot of you out there. And some of the people that have talked to us that have said that podcast has helped them a lot they've reflected on some of these, these principles that we talk about and how much we talk about catapulting your success or taking on new lifestyle changes or taking on new principles to live by. These things are not the fun things. These are the tough things. And that's what builds character. That's what builds really good principles to live by and moral values. And that's the idea behind this is it's, it's not a fun thing. We can dress it up as, as much as we want, but it's not a fun thing. And that's the idea behind it is we are exposing you to what is needed to grow. And we're still figuring it out too. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say, I know everything about it. I'm still learning it, oh, yeah. but I've experienced some type of growth since I've been in my career. And these are the things that I'm pulling from it. And who knows, maybe years down the line, I'll say I was wrong about it. But right now, this is what has helped me grow. And I hope that it helps you too. And it's, it's a lot of conversations with yourself. So get comfortable with being uncomfortable. It's okay. Pain is okay to grow. Yeah. And um, I, I think that's a pretty good way to end it here. I think that pretty <laughs> yeah. much wraps it up. There's not much more to be said about it than that. You, you said it really well. Have to be comfortable Thanks. with being uncomfortable. And, and once you can accept yeah. and accept that you're limitless. Jonah, I appreciate you. Cause I learned a lot from you in this way too. You put me in a lot of uncomfortable positions throughout our years of knowing each other, which has been quite a while. So I'm very grateful for you because you've helped exponentially in my life, you know, grow as a person, as a professional. And, you know, even though we're in different fields and it's good to have those people in your life, you know, yeah. find those people. That's a whole other topic. We've we've already talked about the keeping your circle small, but you know, these are the types of people that help you with your success. And yeah, um, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Having somebody like you and other, you know, some other friends too that you guys are just grinders. And I know that when I'm when I'm not motivated and I'm feeling down and out, I know where to look. And it's it's to you guys. So yeah. Last thing I'm gonna say, um, thanks everyone for listening. We really appreciate y'all. Um we would not be able to do it without y'all. And we've been getting a lot of views on the podcast and uh, we hope that this is really helping you. We love talking about it and it helps us stay in check too. You know, we, we talk, we preach on this stuff, but we need to make sure that we're living by it. And we really do. Like we have a discord right now. If you don't know, it's called the one of none nation on, on the discord app. So go ahead and, and add that. There's a lot of people in there that are using that. And we talk about a lot of the struggles that we're going through and the frustrations and also the wins too. That's a celebrating the wins, big or small is a big part of 
of that. So add that to the list of things. Add us on Instagram, one of none pod. Go to the YouTube channel, uh, one of none podcasts, and listen to us on Apple and Spotify podcasts. We're on both. So we're on all platforms right now. We're posting pretty regularly. So let us know feedback too to help your experience get better. Yeah. Yeah, that that Discord app and just this podcast in general has been so motivating for me too. It's I'm I'm reaching and doing and doing reaching my goals and and popping my limits more than I was way before we started this podcast. So I'm finding a lot of benefit from it and a lot of growth out of it. And I hope you guys are too. So like you yeah. said, thank you guys so much. And um unless Andrew has anything else to say, we'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>